This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Do you have the release dates we need to know for this show so we don't look like idiots? I sure do. All right. Okay. I sure do. But we're probably still going to look like idiots. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. What the f*** up, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> you, f*** you, f*** you, and f*** you. All right. Why Teo? Okay. He's great. Um, I didn't point at Teo. And Tina Amini. <laughs> I'm yeah, pointing at the audience. <laughs> I'm not going to believe them this time, just to spite you. <laughs> don't I'm gonna do leave, that. I'm going to leave all those in here. <laughs> Tina can make you believe them. <laughs> I'm not going to. Thank you. No, bleep Thank in you. a meanie, we nope. call her. <laughs> you only get one. one. Oh, okay, which of those are you going to bleep? We're off to a good start. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we got a great show for you this week. Who's that? <laughs> was that Bowser or Boo? That was Jabba the Hutt. Really? Uh, yeah. Can I hear it again? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jabba no bother. We're going to talk about uh, E3 and uh, and uh, Sony's blowing it off again for the second year in a row. We're going to talk about this hot new retro game streaming service. But first, lots of games have been delayed this week. Well, three games have been delayed this the week. The delay apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Beep and A, man. Three. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Thank you. If you could now. just do that, that would save us a lot of time in post. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> I feel like this is Damon's containment button for me now, and I don't like. Uh, three of uh, uh, of the fall of the spring's biggest games were delayed this week. Um, one of them will remain in the spring, though. Let's start with Avengers. Marvel's Avengers was delayed from May, I believe, it was the fifteenth. Then it was it was moved out to September the fourth. That's Labor Day weekend. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's Labor Day weekend. September fourth. Pax Prime weekend usually when that's going on. 
Uh, and at the it seemed time, all well and fine until today. Uh, I thought that that became the latest release date of 2020 that we know of, <laughs> and it was the latest at E3 last year. Wow! Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Whoa! We, but then CD Projekt was like, "Hold my beer." Yeah. <laughs> and they delayed Cyberpunk back to September. But it is 17th. Done. It is done. Completed so and playable. It's but completed we, and playable. But we can't play it quite yet. Can you imagine debugging and like doing QA on a game like that? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah that's it's a tall order. So um, now The Last of Us 2 is our fun summer game. <laughs> well, it's May. Yeah, play <laughs> summer break and then go in the snow and be sad. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima is uh, <laughs> supposed to be out in summer. Do you remember when yeah. uh, more, more that's good. Last okay. of Us announced, so like after years of development, they're like, okay, guys, we're coming out in February. And then, like four days later, <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're like, actually, nope. yeah. <laughs> I know. It's hard to predict these things. Yeah. The third no game way was that's uh, coming out in May, right? The th- I mean, we'll see. There's just no. It's already way. been delayed. delayed. Yeah. Uh, the third game is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was pushed back from March to April 10th. And then before Cyberpunk was delayed, it was smack dab in the middle of Resident Evil 3 Remake and Cyberpunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we're like, man, that's a tough spot for Final Fantasy VII. Maybe uh, FF7 is going to use that month to build the rest of the game. Yeah. I'm, I think <laughs> a month Sing. should be about enough time for that. Yeah. Uh, it actually made me wonder. I was asking Sam this earlier. I wonder if Square Enix somehow knew that Cyberpunk was going to be delayed, mm. and that's why well, they felt fine going for that yeah, spot. Yes, so you think Mr. Square called Mr. Project and said... Mr. Mr. Red. Red. Mr. Red, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And we know Mr. Enix passed away, so... Yep, that's true. It's just Square. <laughs> that's not true. There's never yeah, anybody no, they named just, Enix. They just call each other, and they're like, hey, what you doing? Yep. Oh, nothing. Delaying games. What you do? <laughs> what, what, what are you, you doing? doing the second week in April? <laughs> not releasing a big AAA game. <laughs> It's a negotiation process. We used to think, do you remember the simpler time where we thought this spring was going to be packed? And there's still like yeah. big games coming yeah. out, but it's not like apocalyptically busy anymore. Like yeah, no, we were gearing be. up for like a major yeah, fight. project. Yeah, exactly. But there's still like now I feel like it's actually reasonable. We're like, I'm really excited about Animal Crossing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, we get to spend more time in it. We get to spend more time in it. But there's also Resident Evil and there's Last of Us. Like it feels manageable and feels good now. Although game delays, you know, are always disappointing. Mark um, my words, Damon. If Animal Crossing is delayed, I will swear so much on this show. <laughs> you will have to kick me off this show. I'm going to swear so much. We're not even wow. inviting you on it, actually. Mm. I was happy to see Animal Crossing be delayed because I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't delayed. But, no, but well, it was I mean, from, from last. From last winter, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So because I think it's going to be a lot more fun to start that island in the spring rather than the mm. winter. I'm worried that it's going to be still winter for some weird reason until mm. like May 1st. Yeah, you may be right. I don't know how it works. Maybe right. May. Um, I think the springtime in Animal Crossing is not that great. Summer's the best. But uh, the springtime has uh, petals falling from trees, which is very pretty. Mm. But on the island, will it even have that? Is it just going to be palm trees on that island? Who knows? I know, actually. I've seen all the trees. Now I'm obsessed <laughs> with the game. <laughs> So where does this leave us? Uh, Avengers movie out of May leaves Last of Us Part Two is really the only big game in May yeah. that we know of right now. And I don't think there's any game, any release date that we know of in between Last of Us Part Two, May 29th, and Avengers on September 4th. Yeah, we know presumably, so Ghost of Tsushima is summer, yeah. which technically ends before, I don't know when, how seasons work. What's that last day of summer officially? Officially, I don't know. But so, you know, that game's probably in that window somewhere, although it's not been dated yet. August something? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Cyberpunk moving out of April will leave uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake and uh, uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yeah. Sam, where are you in Final Fantasy VII? 
Oh, well, let's see. I, uh, I'm almost at disc two, I think, because I went to the uh, big forest temple, which is called the something of the Temple of the Ancients, I think. Hmm. And uh, it's a big M.C. Escher, like, uh, uh, staircase maze. And you and it's really confusing because you can't tell where any doors are or anything in that game. So that's all happening. And uh, I've been playing along with the official written strategy guide from the time. Paper, strategy guide. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I, I just I sit on the bed cross-legged with my <laughs> Switch and just turn pages and just play along it obsessively now. Instead of using the cheat buttons, hmm. which anyway, I could cheat. That's two ways of cheating, but this is the sure. more pleasurable one for me. Hmm. You can hit on the, I don't know what it is on the Switch. In the original game, you could hit select and turn on the, you would highlight door exits. And it would put a finger over a cloud and show you where a cloud is all the time. If that's true, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. Wait, that's we- true. Uh, you, clearly it's in this game. Do you have your Switch here? No. Oh, I was. I so wanted to see it happen. <laughs> like, do it when you get home. It highlights things? When you get home, yeah. fire up the game and press the equivalent of the select button. Why would the nothing in this giant print guide and the, it was official and the whole game itself ever tell me that? <laughs> I am not going crazy or do we cover this in the last scoop? We I do. do. I am getting deja vu as well. Yeah. I think you guys probably schooled me on something else in the last scoop. No, it was something about selecting and then door highlighting. Anyway. Speaking of being schooled, (laughs) we're about to be schooled. We very rarely get anything wrong on this show because we have a team of researchers that yep. research everything that we talk about. We're constantly We're all behind the camera. Check. The hat's yeah. off to all of you, the true. Yeah. Uh, well, keep those guys. <laughs> but Ricky Urbani writes in, says, just figured I'd throw some info your way after the last Game Scoop episode. The pronunciation of Kate Sith is actually not Kate Sith, but Ketchi. What? It comes from the same Gaelic roots as the word Banshee and translates to cat demon or cat fairy. Wow. Have a good day, guys. Love Video Game 20 questions. You should do the 100 question episodes more often. I've been saying Kate mm. Sith since I was 12 years old. Yeah. I didn't know. You've been wrong since you were 12 years old. Ketchy. Yeah. It's a great name. That, I think Ket yeah. is a, great a name cute for a cat. name for a cat, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That strikes me as like Ryu. Someone named their cat. Ryu yeah, on, the, on yeah. the playgrounds of mm-hmm. our youths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, also got tweeted that by somebody whose name I don't know, but thank you for that, too. And both people were very polite in correcting that. Another person told you about Ketchy? Ketchy, yeah. Mm. And the, and that other person said the the that in the Final Fantasy movie I think Ketchy's mm. in it and mm. Ketch and in that uh, has a Scottish accent ah and then that was like and how that, people have like linked that together got it that makes sense actually interesting sort of I think by the way I have one more thing about the game delays yeah I was prepared to play uh, Cyberpunk on my PS4 but now it's so close to next gen it exists in this no man's land where like I think myself and a lot of other people are now like doing the calculus of like do they want to play it at launch or do they want to wait two months and play it, mm. you know, presumably in a better state on their next gen console? Mm-hmm. You're going to wait. Well, it hasn't been announced for next gen officially. Like, if, right. If, you know, it's sort of like one of those no brainers. Not yet. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it makes it, I guess the only point I'm making is that it makes it uncomfortably close to like yeah. those new consoles for something that like, you know, I don't think I'm going to go through it a second time. We're talking so. about cyberpunk, right? Yeah. yeah. What did I say? No, no, I'm you just making sure. I, yeah, I, I heard right. Um, yeah, it, they're so close to the launch of next gen. You almost want to say, why not just make it, make, put it on both platforms, yeah. but make it a launch title for the next gen. But yeah. in their quote today, they said they want cyberpunk to be mm-hmm. the crowning achievement of this generation. Yeah. So right. that's, I mean, that's I imagine Going why. Out with a bang. Well, and then it's kind of like, but then it's like, so we know, you know, we don't know, but we can use our, read the tea leaves and say, it's going to come to next gen eventually. Mm-hmm. But like, what if it's not for like a year? What if like a game of yeah. the year edition comes out a year later? <sighs> I don't know. Now I'm all, I'm all, I'm tied in knots about it, David. <laughs> well, they also announced today that the multiplayer is not coming up for years. Yeah. 
after 2021. That's an IGN like, scoop, actually. I mean, that's that's a really good story. Yeah. What? Why? Why would you put out a multiplayer mode for a two-year-old game, a more than two-year-old game? I mean, they look at GTA, right? Yeah. That I mean, I know that months after. Yes, yes, but it still had a lifespan. Yeah. You know, years and know. years later. Well, for them too, they're trying to. Make, well, for Rockstar, they're trying to make the distinction of the multiplayer experience right. being completely separated from the yeah. single player. So, who knows if they're trying to emulate that kind mm-hmm. of style? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, okay, he doesn't like it. You can hear that. <laughs> now it's time for a new segment I call Damie's Dates. <laughs> I'm out. There can't possibly be a better, clearer name for what's about to happen. Uh, this is where I and all of us really share our most anticipated release dates. Meaning the games that we're looking forward to that don't have release dates yet. So the release dates were most anticipated learning. Mm. I'll go first. Damie's dates. <laughs> I want to know when I can play Axiom Verge 2. Mm-hmm. I know it's set for this fall. I want to know when I can play Carrion, which is that game, the gross gore game where you play like the... Yeah, the reverse horror game. Yeah. I've heard of this. You're, you're, the monster, you're the gross, the thing monster, and you have tentacles, and you move, move around a Metroidvania. God, could there absorbing. be a more game? Thank it's you. It's like you dreamed this. I want to know when I can play Ghosts of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. It's coming this summer. I want to know when I can play Streets of Rage 4. And finally, that Assassin's Creed game that Doesn't has not been announced, exists. but it took a year. Ubisoft took a year off, and I would imagine there's an Assassin's Creed game coming this year. The rumor name is Ragnarok. That's right. Good answers. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? I mean, you set up the game, so you are, you are going to play it best because okay. you're the arbiter of nothing else that no, you're looking forward to no, learning when to play. Damon just blew right past that. Um, I I had Psychonauts two. Oh yeah, curious about that. It's still coming out this year. You and played then, the original? Um, yeah, I love it. I, I I've never played. Oh yeah, I love it. That's no, great. I, I love yeah. it. That's always it's such good dialogue. It's so funny. Played. And then uh, Gods and Monsters. Was Ubisoft? another one, mm-hmm. uh, which looks cool. And then uh, every Nintendo game that hasn't been announced yet. Okay. The ones. That we have no dates for Nintendo games. Well, yeah. Or so Nintendo beyond, games. <laughs> beyond uh, Animal Crossing? Yeah. Mm. That's yep. it. We don't have anything. Mm. We, there's no Nintendo year after Animal Crossing. That's interesting. And that's, that could be the last Nintendo game. That's mm-hmm. mine. Is that you know, possible? I know it's far away, but Breath of the Wild is my game of the generation. Yeah, Breath and of so Wild Breath of the Wild 2 is the yeah. game that like once I find out when I can get my hands on that, can't wait. That's a good one. There are two really obvious ones that aren't games. Oh, the consoles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's good. I, I want to know when the hell those are coming out. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. But also Halo, because you guys stole all the other which, good ones. Which will come with the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Maybe. What if it doesn't? Uh, then what is reality? A lot of people, <laughs> I don't know what, we're going to have to uh, put Ryan McCaffrey in counseling if that is something, uh, <laughs> yeah. a launch title for Xbox. They do the one-two punch sometimes of like the console comes out and then the big game is like a month Right. Later, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so you it may first like, wave, second wave. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like console could be November and then Halo December. Who knows what? I kind of want to know treat. Um, if we're going beyond 2020. I want to know when Final Fantasy VII is actually coming out in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, it probably won't even be the end of the game. It'll probably just be the second part. <laughs> well, that's actually never going to reach this. That's in another five or ten years. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm never going to get back to this temple. I have no idea. Like, I really know. I know that game decently well and love it. I have no idea. Like, when I picture Final Fantasy VII, the only thing I remember is that cool Sleepy Village and then, uh, and then you know, Midgar. Like, What's cool it. Sleepy Village? There's just, like, a cool village you go to. I don't know. And Chocobo Raising. Chocobo Hot and Cold. Those are the three things I remember about Final Fantasy VII. Oh, the Golden Saucer. Yeah, and the Golden That area saucer. is weird. Uh, you go on a date there? Is that the brothel? I, forgot to, I no. went on a date. No, yeah. no Damon. The that, that is the, it's the mini game since it's got good music there. 
Yeah, you go on a, if you're nice to Eris through a lot of the game, yeah. you can go on a date with her and she like shows you uh yeah. like the sights of and, like crazy funny CG from the time that I'm sure was mind blowing, but now it's it's pretty funny. You can also go on a date with Barrett if you do things set things up just right. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Where That's would that happen? Impressive. It's the same like you can go on the date with different characters. Hmm. It's not always oh. Ares. Really? Yeah. I think that's funny because the strategy guide said if you if you're mean to Eris, you won't go on a date with her, but another party member will show up. Yeah. Hmm. So I didn't know if it's like implied that they. I didn't know it was a date. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm speaking from memory, but like I Is think you can date? you can structure it to get different, like who you want to okay. go with you. Huh. That reminds. There's somebody for everybody. <laughs> wow. That reminds me of a time in high school when. This girl uh, asked if I wanted to go Christmas shopping, and we went out Christmas shopping at the mall, and like we had a lot of fun. And uh, and like when she was driving me home, she was like, "So, is this a date?" And I was like, "No." Oh, <laughs> uh, did you? It was pretty awkward after that. Were you? Anyway, were how, you? Were you being like oblivious, or did she... I just? I just thought we were friends. Yeah, I didn't think. It, okay. I didn't think it was more did, than that. Were you like only a couple blocks from your house, or were you like on the tent <laughs> somewhere? I think that was the only time that we hung out outside of school. So, and it was just let, quiet let's right after that. <laughs> Listen, if you want to call in and talk about your version of what happened on that day, please contact me at gamescoop at ign.com. <laughs> Sony's not going to E3 again. <laughs> Who's surprised? What? Who is shocked? I'm, I'm, I'm actually totally surprised. surprised. I am. I mean, I, th- I feel like I'm it could have gone, gone either way. Definitely disappointed. Yeah. yeah. I still think E3's fun. I still look forward to E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the big game announcements. I know it's changing. I know E3 is not what it used to be, but yeah. Without uh, Sony and Microsoft there, there's not that booth that has a bunch of indie games just to discover i know there's any yeah. stuff there i'm not yeah. saying that but on the main show floor there's like these like kind of like curated that's really good rows and rows of games that mm-hmm. like i wouldn't have known about that i love to go up and and, and yeah. play that's yeah. how we played bloodstain for the first time exactly i'm not a big proponent of the whole console war thing but it's still such a good energy to see everyone at the top of their game and yeah. kind of healthy competition and seeing like who's bringing what and what do all the booths look like and it's nice to see both of them in a row yeah I love the console war stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't call it that. <laughs> Remember the hallway you could walk down and it was like on either side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really really nice. Too. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Uh, Sony is releasing a console this year, but they're not yeah. going to go to E3. I thought they would come back and it's a like clear, I mean, they haven't announced it yet, but like, come on, like we know they're going to do some E3 like equivalent, you know, sure. where they get to have it all to themselves. Sure, so it's not sure. like there's going to be no presence there, but yeah. I love just the back to back press conferences and the mm-hmm. one, two punches. It's great. Well, Is it, go ahead. Um, David Jaffe seems to think that the uh, PS5 will be formally, for the 15th time, revealed in like four weeks. He tweeted that to someone today. So they're going to do their own E3, Yeah, says he. So it, it, that would be nicer if they did E3-like stuff leading into E3, so then we can actually compare it to Microsoft stuff. I'm worried that it's like those things are going to like not even be around E3, so at E3 we won't even be talking about the new consoles. That would stink. Right. I at mean, but that's effectively everything. what's happening here is that we're going to talk about it either way. They're going to make these reveals and announcements either way, just mm-hmm. on their terms and at a different calendar schedule. I just hope it's not after E3, I guess is the way to say it. Because you're going to be too tired at that point? Oh, God. <laughs> it almost has to be before. Otherwise, they just cede control yeah. of the entire narrative to X. Xbox, yeah. mm-hmm. which they already kind of are like to give Xbox the show to themselves. Like, here you go. You can have it. it like, it yeah. seems crazy to me. Um, They're still going to have it either way though, whether they announce before or after they'll just be like, well, but whether or not we talk there, about, I mean. right. But Microsoft's mm-hmm. off campus now too. 
right? Yeah, but, but it's still, still during the, a week of E3, you're still hearing about them. And they do still the press conference. So have they said they're doing mm-hmm. a press conference? Not for E3. No. Nope. Yeah. So that, I guess that's the big unknown. If both of them haven't said they're doing a press conference, they could both still do a press conference, mm-hmm. and that's still fun for E3, right? I think Sony being formal with their announcement or whatever statement Mm -hmm. that they're not going to be at E3 means they're not going to do a press conference either. There's a difference between being off campus. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. So they can either go beforehand and then we'll make all the comparative Mm -hmm. conversations, news articles and features during the week of E3, or they can hold, let Microsoft have their week, you know, or sorry, I messed that up. You know what I mean though? Yeah. Yeah, You had it right. Yeah. If, if the rumors that the next Xbox is more powerful than the PS5 are true, mm-hmm. that may make sense for Sony to go after. Give mm-hmm. them a chance to like craft their message and get their game library set up, and here's all the software we're going to have. Whereas if you have the weaker console and you go first, then you sort of have exposed yourself to mm-hmm. a counterattack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. That's well, that's true. kind of what happened yeah. with PS4. Exactly. Xbox. That's what I wanted to bring up. The way it shook out... When in 2013, is uh, Sony held its own event in February in New York and unveiled the PlayStation 4 and brought Mark Cerny out on stage to talk about sort of their vision for the console and revealed the DualShock 4 and the Knack. touchpad and yeah, Knack and like the light bar on there and all that stuff. And then uh, in May, <laughs> uh, Microsoft unveiled the Xbox One, which stumbled out the gate immediately. And then they both had E3 conferences and Sony just decimated Xbox that yeah. year. Just tore them apart. I'll with never di- with our direct reactions to yeah. that. Right. To everything. Microsoft yeah. set them up at that point. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine they don't intend on repeating that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe they have no memory of, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe they just, I don't know how they do this stuff. I don't know if they go it alone yeah. or they really think about Sony or they just want to, like, make sure their marketing works. Like, who knows? We also, Sony goes back and forth. Of course. You do? No, I think because they didn't that year, no, and that was only seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they were expecting the reaction that they got, and then they weren't expecting that to be used against them by Sony. But absolutely, they'll think about mm. what are they doing, when are they going, mm. and strategizing around that. There's no way they don't. If they what, don't. They're ridiculous. That's what we would do. Yeah, but I'm worried about Microsoft. Doing I'm sure they learned their lesson from last time. One so, of the first things they did in reaction was to buy a thousand studios, third-party yeah. studios. Mm. That was that was cool one reaction. of the biggest complaints. Yeah. I, like Sony has two modes and they're back in they're back in overconfident PlayStation mode That's totally like yeah. you know the PS4 uh, you know dominated and continues to dominate and now Sony just seems to be back like PS5 without knowing anything about it like in the run up to the reveal of the PS5 it's starting to feel like the PS3 compared yeah. to the 360 mm-hmm. PS3 energy mm-hmm. it's got PS3 wow. energy is in the air <laughs> That's pretty good. And like, like this is with the caveat that like, you know, I'm just speaking as a person here, like happy to be proven wrong. And, um, and I own every console and like every console, but like, that's the vibe that is mm-hmm. in the air right now. Well, maybe there's like an underdog sentiment to, you know, the console war and, 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 and that's like infecting us, you know, mm-hmm. I, was I, like, I, I want things to balance out or, mm-hmm. or be interesting. I don't necessarily want somebody to constantly win. That's just how yeah. I am. I, For sure. That, and like yeah, I, that's, that's basic kind of, um, psychology is there's a certain level of expectation and you're either rising to meet it or you're, you know, overshooting it because mm-hmm. people's expectations may have been lowered for Microsoft. And then real talk, I'm just going to be playing super Mario 64 <laughs> for the fifth time anyway. So. All of it's irrelevant. <laughs> Well, speaking of, you had a little challenge for us, Justin. Yeah, so I've been playing, I've been going through N64 games because it's kind of a slow time of year mm-hmm. and replaying some classics and playing some games that I missed the first time around. So Rare, and I, I don't, I haven't verified this. In my mind, I think Rare released 10 games on the N64. That's the number I have in mind. How many of them can you name? Are you ready? Uh, yeah, and like, we're, Rare well, this isn't like trivia. Like, we'll get there pretty fast. Like, so 
we should be able to come up with nine rare games, right? Yeah. So Perfect Dark. Yeah. Uh, Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Banjo Tooie. Yeah. Conquer. Uh, Conquer. Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Jet Force Gemini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star Fox Adventures. That was GameCube. That's game. Oh, sorry. Um, oh. Then uh, wait, you heard Jet Force Gemini. What about um, Diddy Kong Racing? Yep. And last score. Uh, Donkey Last Kong four. 64. Donkey Kong 64. So you That's got the nine. nine. This is the lo- insane thing. Hold on, hold on. But like, give us a chance. Is okay. there anything else that from Rare that we'd be... There is a 10th Rare game on the N64. Okay. And everyone gets those nine. Okay. I mean, you know, usually they get there. Is it a racing game? Yes. Which one? <sighs> That's actually a huge hint. Yeah, but I remember it. That's... that's. It's... It's... It's like a garbage game. <laughs> It's a bad. Yeah. It's a bad. Well, uh, no, but like, okay, so I'll just like, I'm going through the N64 library and, you know, finding and replaying some classics that I missed. Rare made a 10th game on the N64 that's Mickey's Speedway USA. Wow. There's a licensed Disney kart racer yeah. made by Rare at p- the yeah. peak of Rare. I had no idea. I remember IGN's review of it and yeah. talking about Rare at the time. Yeah. And like, it's totally. It was like, a kart knockoff. Yeah, so it's like Diddy Kong, yeah. and um, is it garbage? No, it's not garbage. Like it's totally fun and like vintage rare. I it was supposed to be bad for well, some reason. but I mean, it's just like you know, it's basic. Like yeah. it, it's kind of easy. I remember easy the characters and, looking really bad in it. But I, I it's like there was no 3D Disney at the time. Like it's just like super weird that they would do that. I think the game's really good, and I think nice. um, people talk about non Mario Kart kart racers, and mm-hmm. the same ones always come up, and it's mm-hmm. like Mickey Speedway USA, man. I mean, yeah, if it's made by the guys that did Diddy Kong Racing, like, like the thing that blew me away about what that, are you playing this on? Uh, I'm just going through old N64 games. Okay. Um, and I feel like I know a lot about video games. I've been following them my whole life. That game is completely foreign to me. Yeah, like I it's I, not on anybody's I, radar. That's interesting. So that's my little. <laughs> it's good. No, can I like it. Can you that also one other GameCube rare game? Besides Star Fox Adventures, mm-hmm. is there one or is yeah, it a trick question? There's one other one. Another rare game on... Uh, I think it's Grabbed by Ghoulies. That was Xbox. That was the Xbox That's first it. one? Yeah. Well, th- there is one. There on must have been. Yeah. God, I can't think That was um, right about... That also covers off on Games or Gaming for me this week. Okay, nice. good. <laughs> Let's move on. This episode of GameScoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. One in five Americans has learned a new language on their bucket list, or life backlog, if you will. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Upgrade your personal skill set in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. 
Its tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I have a trip to Mexico coming up, so I've been using Babbel to brush up on my Spanish. The courses are short and sweet, so I can do one whenever I have a few minutes to spare. And the words and phrases it teaches you are designed for practical, real-world use, like ordering at a restaurant or asking for directions. Babbel can even provide you feedback on your pronunciation with its speech recognition tech. And it's not just for Spanish. Babbel includes 14 different language courses, each backed by a 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for Scoop Nation. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, only for our listeners, at babbel.com gamescoop. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com gamescoop, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com gamescoop. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ladies and gentlemen, GameScoop is, of course, a show where we talk about all the latest video game news that's happening. But uh, nevertheless, we always get uh, derailed and end up talking about retro games for 30 minutes straight. Almost, almost every episode. Uh, and there's a new streaming service specifically for retro games. Like newish. Uh, it'll be new to the U.S. when it launches soon. It's called AntStream. And here from AntStream is Brandon Keenan, who is chief marketing officer there. Thanks for joining us here on the show. Thanks for having me. AntStream, streaming service for retro games. Explain. Or a That's streaming service for ants. No. Or ants. Well, ants are community. Mm. And it's okay. So yeah, so, so it is streaming service for retro games. But we, we don't want to say like it's like a streaming service because there's more. You can do challenges and, mm. and short snippets and you can challenge your friends and stuff like and that. Be like, there's more to it. It'd be like if on Netflix, I, I bet you can't finish all <laughs> yeah, of Dracula yeah, yeah. before the end of the week. You. I'll watch more movies <laughs> than you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can play. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got a library. We think we have the most retro games in one place mm-hmm. in the world. Well, so if anyone wants to challenge me on that, the most not on your Raspberry legal Pi. retro games, legal, <laughs> the most Don't legal license games, the yes. most legal retro games. And That's you guys right. are there, so the service is live in the UK now. It is Has live in the UK for, for yeah. how long? And, and uh, uh, we launched in July. Okay, uh, and it's going to be launching here in the US soon. Uh, launching at South by Southwest, are, yeah. which which is when do you know they have those dates? Uh, March, yeah, March eighteenth to twenty first. They're doing kind of a, a game section of South gotcha. by, and they've moved it closer now because gaming is now becoming. A thing, I guess, yeah. for them. Gaming is starting to become a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. But at the same time as GDC, <laughs> but it's going to be around then. Uh, okay. Uh, and so when it'll launch you here in, in March, and it's, uh, what, $7.99 a month if you subscribe for a whole year? Right. $9.99 a month if you're doing it month right. by month. To access 2,000-ish We will have 2,000 games, and we have 2,000 games licensed. Uh, you know, we work very closely with our license holders, and... I wish I had a big announcement for you, but by that launch in South by, okay. we will have some Japanese titles and some bigger bigger titles that will knock your socks off. Who's wow. the biggest uh, like uh, licensee right now that you think you have? Um, I mean, we've got some. I mean, we've got some some Bandai games. Like I said we've got, Double you know, Dragon. Double Dragon. Right? Some of the Bitmap Brothers stuff. That's Bandai now. No, no, no. That's Bitmap Brothers. Bitmap hmm. Brothers. Yeah. What yeah. what is that? Is that like I think a, they were like the rock and roll of. Uh, sorry, oh my gosh, I'm probably messing that up. It's probably not Bitmap Bros. I was thinking of Speedball. You ever play Speedball too? No. Uh, they were like the rock and roll of games. <laughs> There's some obscure games in here. Yeah, Double Dragon. We work with SNK. We work with Data East. They've got Data East in there. Yeah. I mean, so I'm I'm just like scrolling through the games list here. It's a long list of you know thousand plus games. Games that stick out to me on the list include Double Dragon. You have the Cave Library, which Cave Japanese shooters. Mushi Mushi Pork. Yeah, well that's on there. Yeah, that's right. But they have like explain. Dangun Feveron, which is a mushy pork. That one, I'm not sure, but Dangun Feveron is a disco theme. Cooking mama for Japanese food? Yes. Making this up. The disco theme one 
where you shoot them up and actually yeah. you do like the you do like the super bu- when you have too much going on and you want to yeah. do like I guess yeah. like clear the screen. Yeah. It just shoots a bunch of disco dancing balls. Yes. And just like everyone starts. They dancing. have that game and it's it's like a really cool obscure cool. Japanese arcade game. They yeah. have it. Uh, they have yeah. Joe and Mac. They've got Heavy Barrel, POW, Gorilla War, Magical Drop, Burger Time. Those games that caught my eye. Um, Can I interrupt? I am the world number one at Burger Time right now. World number one. I mean, there's not on Anstream, but have you checked on Galaxies? No, no, no. I'm on. I'm on Anstream. That's all I pay attention to. Like twenty-seven thousand, which is fourth level. It's a hard game. Yeah. And you get a free life at twenty-one thousand, which is really hard to get that extra Mm -hmm. life. And Mm -hmm. you got to save your pepper. Sorry, you can go on with the games. No, we're, we're big Burger Time fans. I own a Burger Time arcade machine, and uh, I played a lot. I've only looped it a couple of times. I'm not that yeah, good at it, yeah. but uh, I've definitely gone through all the levels. And level four is really tough. That's the one where you have to, you have to run all the way to the right and then go up, or else you're never going to beat the level. You have to run to the right. You have to run to the right, go up, and then you have to be patient and wait for the pickle to run around, and then you got to go up and down, and then you got to wait for the egg to to, to get confused. Top level strategy. Yeah. yeah. Number one in the world. And we also have Super Burger. We have Super Burger Time, but I'm an OG. I like to play the Burger. Yeah, time. I don't understand that game. Um, but uh, as, as it stands right now, the game library skews a little heavily Euro, like European games, European computer games from the 80s. Is that what these are? That's what a lot of these are. Cool. I'm, I'm just sort of like Jumping Jackson is an Amiga game. Bubble Ghost is a Commodore 64 game. Right. The Plague is an Amiga game. So it's lots of stuff like that, uh, which is cool to me because like, I've never gotten a chance yeah. to, to play these games. Yep. Uh, but when So when it launches here in the U.S., is you're going to have parody with your game libraries in the we will i mean I, th- I think there's a cool we've done some shows and and we find this discovery element of retro games like people who love retro games are going to actually discover maybe 500 games they've never even heard of before so there is this element especially we, we get a lot of 18 year old kids that come by and they're like whoa you know so i think the americans will get a chance to see some some european games mm-hmm. we will have american games as well that will be you know but the c64 stuff was pretty much yeah transcontinental is that a word yeah. So, yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, um, but yeah, like some of the Amiga and the Amstrad stuff. And it was, it, I, I think it was quite a battle, like looking at history, like between the UK mm-hmm. and, and America, as far as game developing. And I, there, there was lots of stuff going on on both sides of the pond. Which is kinda cool. <laughs> Any off the top of your head that's might be unfamiliar to an American audience that you guys have on your platform? Uh, I think, I mean, the ones, you, the, the ones you listed, like, I mean, even some of like NOM 75 or Ninja. I don't know if Ninja made it over here. Ninja was like a C64 game. Yeah. It's really it's actually, isometric. It's actually really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. That's what we were looking at in the little oh, trailer. Oh, that's right. Nom, yeah, yeah. And he mentioned NOM 75. That's a Neo Geo game, so that's actually not mm-hmm. that obscure. Yeah. That's a cool Dizzy? game. Well, Dizzy was like big European games. Yeah, Dizzy is... Manic Miner, those kind Dizzy's of games. Dizzy like an egg-like Dizzy, creature, yeah. pre-Kirby, that like kind of ambles around these like uh, slow platform adventure games. I've yeah. definitely played those on NES. Yep. They're Sam. all they're all bootlegs on NES. Yep. Sam, they have Terror Dactyl 4D, which is a Spectrum <laughs> game from 1983. The fourth D is disturbing. <laughs> uh, Tina and Damon, you guys both do a thing frequently where you just dip into a bunch of old uh, uh, games and just mm-hmm. mess with them and find old stuff. Do you yep. go by title or do you go by like things you recognize or yeah? How do you do it? Title familiarity, yep. yeah. Anything with prestige, essentially, so I can at least try it out if I hadn't when I was growing up. Yeah, so you never go into like archives like this where it's like, this looks well, funny. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what this exposes to me more yeah. than like a list of like old NES games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Did the horse games make it over here? Was that a big which ones? Horse, horse goes skiing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, who is Horace? We barely know the story. Is it oh Horace or horse? Could, yeah, it's Horace. I wish like I could a four-legged, show you. rideable like, creature. Like that. That's not. Oh. Gonna help wow, Horace and the spiders. That's your character. That doesn't. Um, help I'll try to put. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to put that up. But yeah, it's about the weirdest game possible. So where where can people use the Antstream app? 
So right now, I mean, our, our goal is to build something that is device agnostic. So we want to be able to stream from everything. Um, right now, you can play on your Android phone. You can play on your, your Amazon Fire Stick. You can play on your Xbox. You can play on your, uh, your, your PC, your Mac. Um, there's a few places that we're not, which I'm sure you can guess, but the, the, mm-hmm. those are a little bit harder than, you know, it just takes time. <laughs> sure. But uh, our, our goal really is to, to uh, uh, we started this to preserve games. That was our, our, our founder and CEO was like, you know, you're preserving music, you're preserving all these things. And he said, wouldn't it be cool if there was a library for this? And then it actually turned into a business because he was like, hmm. he started doing it. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute, people actually like this. And so, um, and, and then we want people to play wherever. So you have safe states. You can play on your phone, hit save, play on your computer. More people play on their PC than, than anything else, which, sure. is, which, which I thought would be different mm. than on the phones. So. Mm. It's really cool that you're on Xbox, just because like, yeah. that's where people play their games already. It's pretty cool to have a retro streaming service on your Xbox where you can access 1,000, 2,000 yep. retro games alongside Halo Infinite. Yeah, and it plays really well, and it plays, you know, and it, these are casual, light, fun games, you know, so yeah. you don't need to dive in for an hour or two hours and get stuck in and, you know, lose your mind, and you can go in and play a little bit. They're kind of, I guess, snackable, you know? Sure. Sam, have you played Funny World and Balloon Boy? That's one <laughs> game. Um, it, it's, I'm, I'm torn on uh, uh, how to ask this because Stadia had like such a bad launch and, and those games are so complex and everything. Is it easier to make these games work because they're simplistic in terms of just button input and lag and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, with streaming, as technology grows, streaming is going to get better and better with mm. 5G rolling out. Um, I mean, I think Stadia, also the games weren't built in what they built it in. So they're, they're, you know, mm. developers have to kind of make games. So they didn't launch with a huge catalog. We're launching with a huge catalog. And yeah, I mean, bandwidth is going to be a lot easier. You know, so you're going to be able to, you know, a few megabytes. You're gonna, mm-hmm. As long as you get a connection, you should be able to play. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, everything de- de- depends on your connection. I, I remember when, when, when Google announced you had to have some like 17 or 20 megabits yeah, you know, per second, like low- which is a small, I mean, I, I think when you live in a bubble like San Francisco or New York, you realize, oh, everyone has high speed, but they don't, mm-hmm. right? And so with us, we think you can play, I, I mean, I've played in just, I've, I've played in really weird places. I don't know if that's normal, like, on, on your like phone, cement, what? cement walls. I don't know. Yeah. You can play in What's here. I can probably place? stream in here. I don't know. This would be weird. You know, you can play in a or place that doesn't have windows, here. you know, so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our, our goal, and, and it, they should require low bandwidth, uh, and and you should be able to stream and and have an enjoyable experience, you know. I think with any tech and any streaming, that technology will get better. But mm-hmm. we're going we're going from Pong up, as opposed to they're going from say yeah. Assassin's Creed That's down. That's true. That's you true. know. And, and I think we want to go we want to go with technology mm-hmm. and give people something to play now. And and there's a huge market. I mean, people love retro games. So. Well, so how far up could you or would you be willing to go? Meaning like how how recent of games would you put on there and consider them to be retro? Would you go PlayStation era? Yeah, maybe. I think the ones you mentioned, the cave games, some of those were in the 90s, right? So those early, are 90s. Or the 90s, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, up to PlayStation 1, we can get into the, the 90s, 95, depends. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when you get too much stuff going on in the game and as those games started kind of evolving and becoming like artwork, I don't know, maybe like Metal, Metal Gear Solid or something where it became yeah. like cinematic. Yeah. But I think we can, we can, as technology grows, we'll build into that stuff. Are there other parameters to your creation process? Because obviously, like it's retro heavy, but is there anything else in terms of genre or developers? I assume there's some limitations with platforms or whatever else. Um, I think. I mean, we're we're. I mean, we're startup, right? So we're we we kind of picked and focused, and I think in this world it, you have to have focus. And our focus is to build an incredible experience, get as many of these games as possible, and it sounds really cheesy. But give it to the people, mm-hmm. is that right? Mm-hmm. But. Um, as we grow, I mean, there's tons of great like retro-ish game developers, 
there's tons of opportunities. So, so we will definitely look at all these different channels, but right now we want to get this right. Mm-hmm. I think we've got some, we've got some work to do, but I think we're on the right track. Uh, the, the fan base, we, you know, knock on wood, we don't have a lot of cancellations because people tend to, the feedback is they love it. Mm-hmm. So far, the only thing we see on the internet of people who don't love it are people who actually never subscribed and they just like to trash it. <laughs> but the people who actually play it and on our discord channel come back and, and, we're really open with our community. They come talk to us. Hey, fix this. Do that. Do that. And and we have them around our office, and they tell us what's going on. So we're we will grow to those things. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Do you have data on what like the most popular games on the platform are? Uh, it it, it flip flops. We did have one guy who played a session for nineteen hours straight, and and uh-huh. and played like it wasn't like just left his game on. He actually played. What so, game? Uh, that was it was Double Dragon. We've had international karate guys. We've had karate champ. But How do you say 19 hours? 19 hours straight. Man, I couldn't get 19 minutes on Double Dragon these <laughs> it's pretty, days. It's pretty intense. We've got some guys. So you can get one of the things we're trying to build out, this global leaderboard. So we think, you know, right now, if you wanted to be, you know, I think that Netflix documentary, you got to go to New York and have people watch you play Donkey Kong. We want somewhere where everyone can have that bragging rights to say we're number one. And we have some guys that take that pretty seriously. So, and, and if I come in and beat them, Sure enough, they're going to be there the next day trying to figure it out. So to be yeah. that number one. Online leaderboards are really fun for retro games. It's yeah, for they, sure. They always seem to get exploited on, um, I remember on Xbox Live back in the day, people would have like, you know, 10 or 100 Possible times score, the score yeah. that, that people, and they'd break the leaderboard. But then you'd see like the real ones under it. It's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, we got people trying to break it too. Because you can, yeah. if you die, so what, we, what we're doing is we're building it so where it's only a one, you can only get on leaderboard with a one quarter play. Because mm-hmm. with us, you can just keep adding quarters, you know, not yeah. physically, but yeah. virtual mm-hmm. quarters, and you can keep going. So once your once your quarter's done and it goes to continue, your leader you're off the leader. Like mm. that's your score. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. Do you have? Uh, are, are you doing other sort of like quality of modern quality of life uh, features like save states or rewind features, things like that? Uh, that allow people to sort of break the game and have fun with it. And- save states for sure. So save states, yeah. So then you can find you can a lot of and that's where people are trying to break the leaderboard as they go mm. like on uh, next next space is maybe a game you've never heard of. Mm but it is cool. You should try it. Okay. And there's some pretty hard boss levels. And so people would go right for the boss and save and then start, you know, and then they can, if you get the boss, it's like a million points. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But um, so, so yeah, so save states were, were important and we didn't launch for Kickstarter at save states. Hmm. And I think people were pissed. They were like, <laughs> yeah. well, so did you remove save states for leaderboard purposes now? For, no, no, we, still, ha- doing we, we still have them. We just got some work around, making sure that you can't game the yeah. leaderboard because the leaderboard's cool. important. So yeah, you yeah. can you save. figure that stuff out when people start exploiting it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humans are crazy, man. They'll mm-hmm. just, every loophole in the world they'll find. But yeah, but yeah so save states is one. Um, I don't know about rewind, but you could save and then play it again. I know last time, I listened to one of your shows before you were talking about the AI that Stadia says they're building where they know yeah. what you're going to do before you yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that. Predictive input or something. Yeah. yeah, we're not three minutes in the future before you play. We know what you're, we're not there. <laughs> it's easier with you guys, though, because a lot of the games just have eight directions. Yeah, true. And for Stadia, it's like the idea is like, we're going to predict the thousand things that you could do next. Yeah. And then, you know, that means that's already loaded on your local system. And then you choose one of them. It's yeah. crazy. Hmm. They get that information from your search history and they know what you're going to or something. Yeah, or yeah. Ads. Targeted ads. Yeah. Uh, what's your team's philosophy on, because obviously as you're adding features like safe states or challenge modes, which kind of uh, adapts the retro experience, what's your team's philosophy on the preservation of the experience? Because we have a lot of mm-hmm. conversations around like difficulty changes or does that impact like how good you were at the game? Did you actually play the game if you didn't play it in its original format? It's it's hugely important to us. So so the original safe states, not only that, you'll, if, you, if you go through, you'll see the same game on different consoles. So we want you to have the experience oh. that you had on your console. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because some of these games made the jump in, I don't know, school days. Did you ever hear that game? Mm-hmm. It used to be a computer game. It was mm-hmm. like the first Sims where you're actually a kid in a school. That but anyway, great. Yeah. Random thought. But you can, you can, um, we want, if you had an Amiga or an Amstrad or, or an Atari or whatever game, we want you to have that experience because games change. Like even mm-hmm. do- we were talking earlier, Double Dragon, the brothers would fight differently in certain games. You had certain moves you couldn't do on certain consoles. So yeah, NES is single player. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that? Yeah, so, so whatever single console dragon. you played on. Single and, dragon. And, and our team is massive retro purists. Like they want mm-hmm. these things to be how they were. And it's yeah, important. Controls factor into that too. Um, do you see people usually, you know, getting like a fight stick or like something like that to make a, you know, more arcade style controls? Do you guys recommend a controller? Is there any thought given to that? I, so I, I play, if I play on my phone, I Bluetooth my Xbox controller on the phone. Okay. And I play that way. If I play on my, if I play on my, I play on a Mac, I, I do the same thing. So we definitely recommend Bluetooth in some controller in, mm-hmm. um, Phone, you can also use haptic where you can touch and you can play on the screen. Mm-hmm. But certain games, that's great for. Some games, that's not that much fun. Sure. Um, and then certain controllers. I mean, we have, we have one of those joystick things. Mm-hmm. Those are awesome. So you can plug that in and have mm-hmm. like, so you can you actually play. So right now you can play local two-player on the same screen. Mm-hmm. You can fight and you can do art of fighting or, or something like that and you can play each other. Um, I'm still a karate champ guy. I don't know if anyone's ever played that. Uh, karate champ's great. That was one of my yeah. first NES games. It was like the first, it was like the wave before Street Fighter, right? And then, yeah, it's and I remember, years yeah, before I, Street Fighter. I'm, I'm like an old grumpy guy. Like I'm a loyalist. So I, I play karate champ and then Street Fighter came and then all the kids crowded around that. And I'm like, I'm going to stay here and play karate <laughs> champ and I'm not going to leave this game. And then I just, I go down with the ship. Yeah. You know, so that ship did go down, <laughs> but, but you could play, you could play two player there. And, and as 5G rolls out, the goal would be, you could play two player. Yeah, that's remotely cool. too. So. Mm-hmm. But whatever control you want, we try to be agnostic. And we're also mapping the controls so you can set those controls the mm-hmm. way you want. So you can have your fight and your, your fight. Brandon was telling me before we started taping that his dad competed in a Pac-Man tournament in the 80s, but Pac-Man on Atari. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. That's rough. I don't know. LaBelle's grocery store. I don't know if you remember, there was a LaBelle's on Cactus and Tatum in Phoenix. And they, they wheeled out about 20 of these big, not big screen, big mm-hmm. TVs, not big screens, yeah. the big heavy Just ones big TVs. on little wheelie carts. Like it was like the substitute teacher in movie yeah. time at the school. Oh, that's funny. And they had the Atari and they had a bunch of just old dudes sitting around playing the Atari. But it was like they, they set it at a super fast speed. How? I don't know. Oh, I, don't, oh, I guess difficult. Right? Yeah. And they, they set it at a super fast speed and yeah. you had like two minutes and you just like, you know, and you play. And my dad got third and that was... <laughs> You know, if he would have got his first, claim to fame. The rest is history. <laughs> not right. a great version of Pac-Man. <laughs> no, not it's horrible. What level is it? Like two? What level is it when it does half the screen freezes? Yeah, three hundred and sixty-eight or something. But that's in the arcade, yeah. so I don't know. I don't know what happens on the. I Atari. played um, no on the Atari. I think it's I think it's level. There's a certain level, and it just the it just bugs out. Oh, on like, the Atari, I thought you were talking about the yeah the kill screen. And on the, the Atari, it's like okay, you're done. We're just gonna put a bug in here and kill the game. Yeah, that's. <laughs> So it is awful because the Pac-Man goes backwards, like <laughs> like eating things as you're. Oh yeah, because he doesn't turn each way. I don't think no. Space Invaders was my jam on the totally Atari. Though. Well, yeah. they did a good job with Space. Yeah. Space Invaders. That's was a good conversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Brian, thank you so much for coming by the show. Anstream seems really cool. You know, the idea of just having access to thousands of retro games that you would otherwise maybe never ever experience uh, seems really real cool to me. Before we let you go, though, we want to play a quick little quiz game. Let's do it. You have a lot of, you know, I'm nervous. If I, I'm looking at don't some be games. nervous. You I'm guys, looking. you guys already ruined it by mentioning some of the the games. In this. <laughs> oh, okay. no, that's fine. I'm going to use my library. Okay. I'm going to have my did library you, here. Is that cheap? Did you use the game library here to, to actually? Yeah, of course. So what? What uh, do I just make up all the games? Yeah, Sam has. Sam is going to quiz uh, Brandon and uh, it's a game called Deliverance. Yeah, 
That's that weird. A good trivia question. Though. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I'm not going to ask you <laughs> trivia. This is what we're going to do. And we can all group answer this. Yeah. I'm going to read off four game names, and you have to choose the one that's fake. All right, out of the four. All right? <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. All right. Here it goes. Caveman Racing, Potty Pigeon, Bubble Dizzy, or Stag the Slug. And again, three of those are real games. What was the last one? Stag the Slug. How's in Stegosaurus? Oh, I think that's I think that's the fake caveman. One. Yeah, sorry, it's not caveman racing. It's cavemen racing. <laughs> I would say the last one too. No, caveman racing, oh potty pigeon, bubble dizzy, stag the slug. All right. Oh my gosh. What are we going for? I wish I had my my partner crime here, but I'm going to go with potty pigeon. Too obvious. Okay, is my vote. That one's I'm fake. Going with stag. Wait, what was the last one? Stag, stag the slug. I think that's, I think that's the one too. <laughs> all right, we're all going with stag the slug. Uh, the correct fake one is caveman caveman ah. racing. That's fake. <laughs> I made that up. I thought caveman racing would be funny. Yeah. Potty pigeon is a real game. Yeah, that's oh, a real game on here. I Potty thought it would be the obviously silly title. Stag the slug. No idea. <laughs> now I'm interested. Wait, did I win? No, yeah, no. I lost. No. Was I supposed to guess the fake one? Yeah, yeah. Guess, guess the fake, the fake one. I was yeah. supposed to guess the right, real well, one. Yeah. We'll try it again. We'll try we, it got, again. we got four more chances. Dizzy earlier. All right. Yeah. We got mandroid. Well. Murder off Miami, <laughs> elf, or dwarf? Dwarf. <laughs> no. Okay. I'll go dwarf. Wait. Yeah. We're, we're trying to guess the okay, fake we'll one. Say, yeah, yeah, the fake yeah. one. Guess the fake thing? one. Android. I know that elf is a real one. Murder off Miami, elf, or dwarf? I'm going to say murder off Miami. Elf is the fake one. What? What? No way. Oh, sorry. Elf, sorry. I mean, yeah. sorry. I was wrong. Dwarf was the Thank fake you. one. Okay. Thank you. You guys, I was, you guys are right. This. Uh, Murder <laughs> off Miami is a real game. So is Mandroid. So is Elf. You were right. Did you look that. up what those games are? No, I can't wait though. I can't wait. All right. Murder off Miami. You know, there's 150,000 like retro game titles. So yeah. I, I know. Yeah. There's no way to get these right. Yeah. I just wanted to read off the names. All right. Good. <laughs> All right. We got another one. Uh, next set. Joyful Road. Sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Pizza time. Well. Doctor what? With an exclamation point at the end. Uh, and then ball breaker. <laughs> pizza time. Yeah, it's too good to be true. Yeah. That's like Sam's dream game. Mm-hmm. It is my dream yeah, game. Pizza time. And still lives only in my dreams. Yeah. You, you're two for two, so I'm going to just, yeah. whatever you yeah. say. He's killing it. <laughs> I like Dr. What? That's, I saw that one here. You're supposed to play a, a, a knockoff version of a popular TV doctor. Yeah, I bet. Mm. Oh. Joyful Road. Uh, okay. Fighting Warrior. Sir Lancelot. Bloody Guts 2, Street Hassle. I think Bloody Guts 2. Because mm. there couldn't be a sequel to if there were a game called Bloody, <laughs> Bloody Guts. Guts. They didn't one? make another one. Could. Wait, read them again. <laughs> Fighting Warrior. I don't have my cheat sheet. Sir Lancelot. Bloody Guts 2, Street Hassle. Which is a Lou Reed record. Okay. Mm. <laughs> See, I'm Guts trying two. to decode this by decoding Sam. So know, to be fair. <laughs> the Sir Lancelot. I was kind of leaning that way too, but that seems random for you. Which one is it? Bloody Guts 2. It's Bloody Guts 2. It's Bloody Guts 2. Thank you. This is not fair. You know the inside yeah, of his brain exactly. more than I know have, the inside have, of his brain. This is our brain. cheat sheet. Yep. Yeah. All right, All right, you guys. Uh, is I, the final should, if line? we had a phone a friend, I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Call Justin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bubble Ghost, Castle of Terror, Pine Tree Jack, or Moochie Moochie Park? Pine Tree Pine Jack. Tree Jack. Well, I already ruined it with a moochie moochie. Yeah, <laughs> and the other one too, Bubble Ghost, I think you mentioned yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah, Pine Tree Jack. Pine but Tree I want Jack. to play Pine Tree yes. Jack. <laughs> That's a game I'm working on and striving to get a zero. <laughs> I think there's well, a, you can't advertise it then. You're ruining it. I think there's an opportunity when all these game devs, they need a name. 
You could yeah. be like a naming I mean, consultant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, yeah so what not whoever to name your game. Whoever consulted <laughs> on these real game names, I want to hire for my gaming consulting company. Yes. Uh, very cool. Brandon, thank you so much for coming by the show. Looking forward to the launch of Antstream in, uh, in March. And I think you said there is a way to get involved in early access. There is. How do you do that? I don't know how, how many emails are going to come. Just email me and I'll, I'll okay. get you early access. If you, if you can figure <laughs> out how to email Brandon Keenan at Antstream, he may be able to get you Maybe on early access mm-hmm. right now. I hope I have like 20,000 in, in my inbox i'll get through it i'll knock okay, it out perfect. but we got some big games coming so cool as we, uh, we'll be adding to that list for south by southwest at south by you guys yeah. going cool uh i don't think we will be there in some, some form someone not us, though. Yeah. someone from ign will be there so right. we'll yeah. send them we'll Absolutely. send them thanks for having me I appreciate cool. yeah. Yeah. thanks for coming thanks Please. for coming Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Ryan in Indiana did. Ryan says, long-time listener looking for suggestions. I love to play smaller downloadable games, but have found them difficult to find on Nintendo consoles. Definitely the Nintendo Switch eShop is a, it's a mess trying to find things there. Yep. Game discoverability is a big problem. What are the best Nintendo eShop games for Switch? Please note, I'm mostly interested in Nintendo exclusives mm-hmm. and games that are not available physically. Happy to play old or new games. Yeah, he's totally right. Like, hard to find eShop games yeah. if you're not specifically looking for something. So, exclusives to the eShop that you can't also get digitally. Cadence of Hyrule. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. pick. Mm-hmm. Recent one. We talked about some of these, and I can't remember any of them now. <laughs> so, we all have a Slack group, because we, we sit right next to each other, the four of us. It's called Omega Cops. But we don't talk. We don't speak. So, uh, <laughs> so we, we just, formed, we we formed just a group type. called Omega Cops. <laughs> And uh, Damon asks us asks us questions like this, and we get all our jokes out, and then we bring it to the sh- we bring nothing to the show. We just have nothing. <laughs> uh, well, it, it, it arrived at a lot. Of just, I'm just going to open the thread. One of them. One of them was Blaster Master <laughs> yeah. Zero. That's right. Blaster Master Zero is uh, is great, and then the, the thing there's really, also Golf Story. Yeah, Golf Story. The thing that trips is, me up is crazy. Like, it's an exclusive. A lot of games where I'm like, oh, I love that game on Switch. It's like turns out it's actually on Steam too. Yeah, like everything's on Steam. So it's like I thought about Yoku's Island Express, but mm-hmm. I'm like, is that That's on right. PC? Like I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, Did it is. It it's on PC also, but yeah. it's so good. Don't it's skip perfect it. on Switch yeah. though. Yeah, totally. it's a perfect Switch game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we hit all the ones I had. Like, what was the one? Katana Zero. Is that on other platforms? Like I can't. I lose track. I had a I had a separate list of games that are also on Steam, like Katana Zero, Into the Breach, and Snipper Clips was another one. Snipper Clips yeah. is an exclusive, which yeah. may have got a box release, but you know it's retail. like a twenty dollars. And then game. the whole arc of Steam World games. Mm. I don't like all of them. I like Steam World Dig Two a lot. They're not exclusives, but okay. Still. How are they not? They're, They're on other, but like PlayStation. Oh man, what Steam World. Is? I thought that was always a Messenger's a good one. Man, yeah, Messenger's a good one. There is a there are a couple that Justin and I love. Yeah, and Pear. What do you t- oh Picross? Picross S yeah. one and two. Yeah, the, and there's a bunch of weird indie knockoff Picross games too. There's a yeah. Picross role playing <laughs> game a, I played that I enjoyed. That's a whole black hole you can go down. Yeah. Um also Tetris ninety nine. Oh. oh yeah. That's right. And yeah. That one's free. Oh, and there was that free to play Kirby game. Free to start. Yeah. The was four, that the, the Battle Royale one? Or? The four-player battling game. It's actually no. more like Monster Hunter, where four players go in and beat up on a big boss, and then you all have different roles that you're playing. Mm-hmm. I, I That game came and went. I played it and enjoyed it. I don't know. I kind of want to pick it back up. I'm just looking at our Meghops thread and seeing if there's anything else I need to surface. And there's not. <laughs> if you go too far up, it's just T-shirts. Yeah, there's T-shirts, and then we had we had a conversation about user reviews, and that's a reminder. Please give us a, a review on iTunes. It actually really helps us a lot if that's you true, go out yeah. and do that. And uh, we read them. 
We read the reviews. Yeah. And there's some crazy out there. There, there are some weird ones. <laughs> Not even mean crazy. What like nice crazy. I don't what was the one that was like, wait, wait there was one that was like, uh, this podcast is terrible. Not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a roller coaster. Some, someone's out there making that joke in 2020. <laughs> but we love that joke. Keep making that joke. But, but make sure you don't but do the not after you do the stars. Do the stars. Stars. As five stars. stars. <laughs> <laughs> don't not the stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, one more email before we get to video game 20 questions. <laughs> is that Metroid? That was Journey to Silius. Oh, cool. This is Chris in Overland Park, Kansas. Nice. Says, my wife is cleaning out the old game closet and was about to throw out some old NES games. Ooh. Our NES doesn't work anymore. The only one we have the box for is Bible Adventure. Mm-hmm. I have the box for that game. I, I can know, bring it into games. Because I know too. some of you talk about collections occasionally. Would anyone want this? I'd rather send it to one of you Please. instead of throwing it out. Somebody was just, oh yeah, Miranda and I were talking about Bible Adventures yesterday, mm-hmm. which is crazy that this is coming up again, because they do like a thing with Mike Drucker, which is like a beep games. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They do like the comedy, the comedy show. And Miranda was on there. They did only Bible games. This year they did uh, only Garfield games. Wow. That's yeah. a good mm-hmm. a good category. Uh, so, all right, so we want this copy of Bible Adventure? Sure, yeah, we'll right. put it in our office collection. Chris, in Overland Park, Kansas, you can send it to GameScoop, care of Damon Hadfield, 625 2nd Street, 4th Floor, San Francisco, California, 94107. That was published by Wisdom Tree Games, yep. which is a uh, company out of Tucson, Arizona, where I'm from. Not really from, but where I went to, where I went to college. Mm-hmm. And you could go there and buy new old stock copies from this like weird place in Tucson at the time. Yeah, like in... You know. And they... 10 years ago. They carried on and released some games for Super Nintendo also, right? Like yeah, they have Noah's another Ark. label called Color Dreams. Well, that, yes, Noah's Ark 3D is a Doom-type game. Yeah, a Doom-like mm-hmm. where you're shepherding animals onto the Ark, I mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. Really interesting company. Uh, Bible Adventures is really funny. It has four games in it, or three, and uh, one of them is carrying baby Moses, I think, uh, through um, like a, a village, and uh, you, can't, you can't kill the baby. You just can't, you know? So there's not a lot of challenge, but uh, you can just take the baby up to the river and throw it in. It goes back in your hands. Throw it in. It goes back in your hands. It's just a bath. It's pretty cute. Yeah. It's you a, you could also a bath. bath. I mean, you can't kill him, but you could throw him on the ground and turn the game off. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, then, and then there's a Noah's Ark uh, uh, game in it where you have, you're like, it's this big, ugly 2D map, and you, and you platform through it, and you have to grab, uh, you know, a tiger from one area and then carry it to the, the boat and throw it in and then grab a tiger from another area and throw it in, you know, and you got to do it in mm-hmm. areas like that. Who, then what happens? Who made, who made Bible adventures? Wisdom tree. And are they the ones making, I am Jesus Christ? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> not the same. Not the same. Development. Can't imagine that. Uh, all right. That brings us to video game. 20 questions. Cool. Ooh. Yeah. Our suggestion this week comes from Andrew from an undisclosed location. Persona five. let the questioning begin do you think it might be (laughs) (laughs) that would be great (laughs) we had a good new question I forget (sighs) I'll check the thread (laughs) check slack Um, uh, let's see this is from the year before the year 2000 Yes. Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <You're>, all right. <laughs> Is this going to continue? Yeah. I will see. Say yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Is this a, based on a license? Mm, no. 
Who are these? Yeah, who is that? <laughs> Bonus points if you can. Uh, is it Bill and can, Ted? I was gonna guess if Bill and Ted. Identify. <laughs> it's not Bill and Ted. No, it's from a video game. Oh, it's mm. from a video game. Mm-hmm. Toe Jam and Earl. No, but it starts with those first two letters. <laughs> T T T and O T O. It's Tommy Versetti. Oh, I don't know what that is. Uh, oh, the Vice character City. from Vice City. Okay. All right. So wait, I don't know. I don't know. That's before two thousand, can't before two thousand, not licensed. Is it from before ninety? Yes. Wow. All right. We're gonna be in the old schools. If, did this game was this game originally released on the NES? Yes. Well, then we're going to get it. Um, <laughs> does it have two players? No. <laughs> this is weird. Uh, is no. It, is it a platformer? No. <laughs> you can hear the breathiness. Yeah. To it. <laughs> it sounds like Justin's mic today. Is it still doing that buzz? Yeah. You guys to probably us. can't hear this. Yeah. We can hear Hopefully you can't hear this. Um, uh, so it's an NES game. That is not a platformer is basically what we know. Mm-hmm. W- was this game uh, developed in Japan? Yes. I is it the- an RPG? No. Mm. Uh, do you shoot things in this? Yes. Do you, are you in a spaceship? No. That's 10. Mm. Single player <laughs> shooting S game. <laughs> Single player shooting S game. Yeah, where well, you're not in Japanese. a ship. Japanese is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not in a ship. Are you Are you on foot? Are you walking around on foot in this game? Yes. I actually need to focus on your questions. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do we. It's getting more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you walk around on foot? Was yeah. that the last yeah. one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, most of the time. I should, I should clarify. And not two players. It's Blaster Master. <laughs> right? Although that's not, that's like not most of the time, so. Right. What was your question? I was just clarifying what you said. It wasn't two player. Hmm. Is this a linear game? Linear game, like move from stage to stage. And yes, can you? You can't go backwards to other stages or anything. No. Um, is this a military game? No. Ooh. Is this played from a uh, like a side-scrolling perspective? Yes. And it was originally released on the NES. Yes. That was, it's not a question. That's mm-hmm, just a, mm-hmm. okay. You get, I can, don't put, <laughs> we already asked don't, that. So it's okay. You're in the clear. Well, I think was he's down. Clarifying. Wait, it's side scrolling and shooting. It's a side scrolling shooter. Yeah. Wait, did you say yes to side scrolling? Yes. Yes. That's not military themed, but then I, cause I was thinking about bad dudes and that's why I was clarifying that it wasn't like arcade port, but this was originally released on the NES. And I, is it a sci-fi game? No. And oh, that's man, it's not metal storm. 15. And I want to clarify, you said it's a side-scrolling shooter. The question wasn't, is this a shooter? It's, do you shoot stuff in this game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to clarify. Okay. So maybe you're not shooting all the time. Maybe you are, and Damon's just... Trying to throw us off, because yeah. we're already <laughs> so close. <laughs> originally, <laughs> originally on NES means it can't be like the Striders and stuff like that. Yeah, those that's why, yeah, games. those are all arcade games. It could be a ninja game. Yeah. Is this a ninja game? game no it's not a ninja game why did it take you so long to think of that uh, it was adjusting my whole system is messed up here (laughs) and i don't it's not i just gotta hit stop (laughs) oh that's why i'm on the wrong thing it's not ninja (laughs) sci-fi maybe it's adventure island oh that was the question the question is no to ninja game that's what you just asked right yeah Yeah. is uh, yeah is master higgins a ninja 
<laughs> uh, it's just like a cute. Cu- I don't even know what to say. Could be Wonder Boy, like something weird like that. Yeah, yeah, that's the that, that's the Adventure Island. It could series. be Mario. Wonder like, Boy is only on Master System. You shoot things in Mario. You shoot fireballs. Yeah. Or you throw them. Yeah, but that's a platformer. Where do those fireballs so come is, from? So is uh, Adventure Island. Some of the Adventure Island games. What's going on with the fireballs in Mario? Is Ooh. he throwing them? Yeah, you see his arm go. Yeah, but like, is he? <laughs> it goes. If you were to see that, like now, is he doing like magic? Is it a magic attack? Like, what's going on? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, is he the, conjuring the. What yeah, happened was the flower. I've always assumed the flower was shooting it, and you yeah. just don't see it. Yeah. He's holding like the flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it just comes out real quick and goes back in. Mm. You don't think the flower got his hand all hot, and then he's like, like maybe Boop. he ate the flower, and now he has magic like fire power. Hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the two. <laughs> I think we just like. I think we really just opened up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's not that because it's not a platformer. It still, still could be Adventure Island One, yeah, you're but right. it's probably something weird like Kid Nikki Radical Ninja. But it's not a ninja game. Mm-hmm. Could be Dino Ricky. <sighs> it was developed in Japan, but like you know, it could even be like a Bart Simpson game. Karnov, like, but it's not Rygar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not licensed. Yeah, you're right. Um. Chubby Cherub. <laughs> um. Is it? Is this a? Uh, would you say this game has a, a cute protagonist? No. <laughs> Would it help if the developer was still around or not? It'd be Konami or Capcom. We're in real trouble here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might you, not get it, but it, it, uh, but we should have probably gone for the, the earlier on. Yeah, it's kind of too late. But knowing you're not cute, like, are you like? Is it helpful to know if you're not a person? You're not a ship. Damon did give us a good freebie hint where he said uh, you're usually on foot. Which implies that you're not always on foot. Yeah, like Little Nemo, the Dream Master. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or uh, or Adventure Island. I, I mean, it could still be that game. I don't know Adventure Island very well. I do. There's a skateboard, <laughs> and you get on it. Ask. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I thought like, that game was there... kind of cute. Yeah, that's a good point. You're hella cute in Adventure Island. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um i don't know where to go from here uh are, are you a human in this game yes are you a naked human <laughs> that, is that really a question i don't know i mean that would be adventure island you should think about nes games yeah. <laughs> where you move you side scroll yeah. left to right and you it's get, not licensed mm-hmm. you're on foot most of the time, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. And you shoot stuff, but maybe it's not a shooter. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not a ninja game or a military game. And it was developed in Japan. So you're like on a cart sometimes or something. You're, the boat. way that your tone of voice <laughs> implies that like, uh, like you, th- I don't know, man. Like, yeah, you should think about all the questions you ask. And then we you would know that. what the game is. <clears throat> No, it's not Adventure Island. Um, I was wondering if it, like, in other games, getting in stuff is unusual in, in the NES era. Just in general. Like, they couldn't make Yoshi work for Mario. Was, Yoshi was supposed to be in Super Mario Brothers, and he wasn't. He wasn't until, uh, or she, or whatever Yoshi is. And, and uh, it wasn't until Super Mario World because of that, so. Yeah, the, the power of the 16 bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... The I don't know when you you sometimes you'd pick up a, a weapon and thus it sounds like and shoot a little bit. And so it's like let's think about like you know Ultra, Konami, Capcom. Mm-hmm. I don't know Tecmo. Capcom has some weirdos. 
I don't know. I don't know what to do. Give me Ninja Turtles. Well, you only have that's one question. Except that's licensed. Yeah. Let's see and here. Also I don't know why it's not any of those things that we've mentioned. Could it be a fantasy game? You're also not a human. Would you get on a... I can't even think of a game where you get on a horse or anything like that. Wait, what do you mean you're not a human? In Ninja Turtles. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like, no, in this one. <laughs> you're, you're a turtle that's been yes. mutated. That's true. I guess it could just where be... Where does their a, intelligence come from? <laughs> I guess it could be like a boy in his blob type game where you're just like... Yeah. In the, in the contemporary world. I'd call that boy cute. Yeah. It's also not... Um, I understand. Bob's is this cute. set in like modern day? Yes. <gasps> and that brings you to your final question slash guess. And we know it's side scrolly, but not platform. But remember, modern day was the eighties. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but you mean that, right? It's what? Just, it's in contemporary times uh, uh, uh. for the eighties. Yeah, uh, could be something like uh, it could be something like River City Ransom. Yeah, a boy and his blob is not. Japanese. Are there any are there any brawlers like River City Ransom where you're fighting dudes but can also shoot? Yeah, River City Ransom is one of those. But you don't shoot in that one at all, do you? I don't know if you can pick up something. You can throw a you can throw a dagger. You can throw stuff. Yeah. Or like it's not a, shooting though. Like a double dragon. Would we have known it's a brawler based on all the things we've talked about so far? Well, River City Ransom's not le- linear. Yeah. You can go back. Oh, you can well. Yeah, 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 but like you know, like double dragon is. Although that was arcade first, so it would have to be originally on the NES. Yeah, I don't know. We botched this one. All right, I wish I would have gotten this for the soundboard. Yeah. But it is. We've already had that one. I I think we got it the first time, so I don't feel too bad. The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Nice. Konami. I don't know that game at all. 89. Yeah. Uh, alternates between uh, run and walk to the right and punch and uh, drive a car. You could have done one thing to make this possible for us. What's that? When somebody asks you, is this a side-scroller, you mm. should have said sometimes. Well. Because it isn't. For most of the time, it is. What if it's not most of the time? Have you done the, the calculation? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So this game. There's like two has, levels where you drive a car, shoot, shoot your zapper. Yeah, there's zapper levels, mm-hmm. and then there's a machine gun levels, and then there's drive a car into the distance levels, Ooh. and then there's some side-scroller levels. What Mostly weird, side scroll. What a weird game. Yeah. yeah. The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Yeah. It's a good one. Called Mad City on Famicom. Whoa. Yeah. Well, if we anyway. would have known it was Konami, <laughs> we probably should have asked that early on, too. All right. All right. Well, thank you for the suggestion, Andrew. Andrew, you can at me. <laughs> And you can uh, add them, too, if you want to get responses only from me still. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, if you have your own suggestions, listeners, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, and I think that about wraps it up for this episode. Unless anybody else has any other little... <laughs> I have one word to say. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, that is all the scoops we have here this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Tayo. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.